When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. So, Apple is dropping mask requirements for vaccinated customers at their stores. How are they going to know who's vaccinated or not? An iVaccine passport of some kind? And I was hoping that the original and now discontinued Apple HomePods would have a price reduction to help sell off remaining stock. Well, the company didn't have to as the OG model has finally sold out. Glad I got my IKEA Sono speakers. Now here's a bargain. Amazon will sell you a COVID-19 test kit for 40 bucks, Or you can score a rapid test kit for $25. Hey, I'm releasing a new show. It's called The Real Bats of Wuhan. China. Melanated, a new woke word invented to divide us. And finally, what's up with all the internet outages lately? Tech news. Well, Apple has quietly released its new Beats Studio Buds, and early reviews from the tech press are favorable, with CNET.com even saying that they sound better than the AirPods Pro. That's quite the claim, being that the Studio Buds cost just $150 versus the $250 retail price of the AirPods Pro. What's the catch here? Well, the Beats Studio Buds lack the H1 or W1 chip that allows the headphones to automatically pair with iOS and macOS devices as you're switching between them. A deal breaker for some, but I'll let you in on a little secret. This feature has never really worked well for me. Another thing missing is the much-type, by Apple anyway, spatial video capability. Now, these things are still capable of playing spatial audio files, but so are any headphones. Now, I've checked the spatial audio out on uh, the Apple Music app using AirPods Pro and was underwhelmed. But that just might be because of my worn-out old fart ears. Another omission is ear detection a feature that pauses audio when you remove one or both of the earbuds and resumes when placed back into your ears. Again, not a big deal for me. The Studio Buds do support Apple's Find My and Android's Find My device, which is a very good thing. The most important feature these earbuds support is noise cancellation, 
This is the best feature on my AirPods Pro and will probably be the most important feature to most people who buy the Beats Studio Buds. These buds also feature transparency mode, which will let outside sounds in. The Studio Buds are true wireless and in-ear headphones. No stems or seeds that you don't need. And if you got that <laughs> reference, you're either an old fart like myself or a Cheech and Chong fan. They look great, and their case is a smidge bigger than the AirPods Pro and about half the size of the Powerbeat Pros that I used to look around. Another thing that's lacking here is wireless charging. Instead, you'll have to use the provided USB-C cable. Yep, I believe this is the first time Apple hasn't used their proprietary lightning cable on headphones. This shows they are serious in selling these things to Android users. In my opinion, I think this model of Beats signals a split in features between the Beats line and the AirPods line. While my old Beats X and PowerBeats Pro had all the features of Apple's then-current AirPods, going forward, I don't believe we'll be seeing feature parity between the two lines. There'll be no Studio Buds Pro, and future Beats-branded headphones will not be fully featured as their AirPods cousins will be. The main audience for these are Android users and those who might hop between iOS and Android and want headphones that work the same with both. I could be wrong, though. I'm curious if the next AirPods Pro will be based on the hardware of these Beat Studio Buds. This next item proves the statement I use at the end of the, an episode, which is, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. The Biden administration on, is talking tough on China, but recent actions paint a different picture. First, they have dropped the attempted ban of the CCP data-sucking apps TikTok and WeChat. TikTok vacuums up user data, including your image and voice, for storage in a database located in the motherland. China. I guess that's for future identification uses. WeChat is a virtual operating system unto itself that soaks up all, and I mean all, of your data. Besides the social features, you can purchase items and pay people, amongst other things, without ever leaving the app. Enjoy yourself, kids. <laughs> Xiaomi was taken off the list as being an affiliate of the CCP, and Reuters is reporting that Lukong technology is being taken off the restriction list also. Lukong is in the business of data gathering and manipulation, supposedly for self-driving technology. It is intertwined with the People's Liberation Army and a security risk. These actions show that despite the tough guy act, money talks and BS walks. Our senile commander-in-chief is actually a softie on China. I'm sure there will be much more such announcements to come in the near future, unfortunately. Keeping it right in that vein, hey, do you miss Huawei and its data hoovering software? Would you like the same experience but with Google services? Well, the new spun-off Honor brand is set to get the Googleified version of Android this month. Now you can have your cake and eat it too. We'll see how separate the new conglomerate that owns the Honor brand is from Huawei. From Engadget.com, Oppo and OnePlus are merging. Well, I don't understand how you can merge with a company you already own as both are part of BBK Electronics. I know a lot of consumers thought that the OnePlus brand was this scrappy little startup, but that was just all marketing. OnePlus was just a design shop while Obo manufactured the hardware. Move along. There's nothing to see here. 
Again from Engadget.com. Google is still selling its previous generation Wi-Fi mesh system and at cheaper prices. You can now score three of these for 200 bucks or one for $99. I'm sure you can find these prices discounted if you search hard enough. I rocked two of these units, which I paid $100 a piece for, and they did a great job of covering most of my house with Wi-Fi. I only replaced them because I got a good deal on three Deco M9s, which, unlike the Google units, are tri-band versus the dual band of the Google units. So if you're in the market for an affordable three-piece mesh unit, take a good look at this one. From CNBC.com Google has opened its first retail store and is located in the Chelsea area of Manhattan, New York. It looks like an Apple store, but will feature Google hardware and provide support for its products. To me, this shows that the big Goog is getting serious about its hardware and ecosystem. I hope the store can generate more people than the local Microsoft stores around here do, because they're usually empty. I just got myself a pair of Sonos-engineered IKEA speakers, just as another collaboration between the companies has been released. According to Engadget.com, again, IKEA has just released the Symphonic Picture Frame speaker. It, of course, resembles a large picture frame and can be mounted on a wall or just stood up. From the looks of it, the speaker probably has larger drivers than the model I just bought and probably better sound. The speaker grill has a printed picture on it and is, is interchangeable. These speakers will go for about 200 bucks a piece, which is double the price of what my recent purchase cost. These would make good rear surround sound speakers mounted on a wall. Now, multiple tech channels and sites are showing supposedly leaked images of the upcoming Windows 11 operating system. And most of them are deriding the look, calling it ugly, un uninspired, etc. Well, what images I've seen, I kind of liked. It appears to me cleaner and, uh, dare I say, Mac OS-like. If it runs as well as Mac OS in some Linux distributions, they'll have a winner on their hands. Tech I'm using. As noted in the previous and even in this episode, I purchased a pair of IKEA Symphonisk bookshelf speakers, which were designed and manufactured in partnership with Sonos. The unboxing experience wasn't Apple-like as described by some reviewers. I found it simpler and better than Apple. You cut one piece of tape, open the box, remove the protective cardboard, and you're in. I was surprised at the heft of the speakers and hope that heftiness translates to quality like it did back in the olden days of my past. The size of the units are about what I expected and fit well next to each side of my television. To set up the speakers and pair them for stereo, you have to download the Sonos app and create an account. I had done this previously before actually receiving the speakers, so I'd be ready to go when they arrived. It took less than 10 minutes total to set up the speakers, which included a firmware update for each unit and pairing them for stereo. This went quicker and easier than setting up my HomePod minis. Consider me impressed. I then paired the speakers via AirPlay to my Apple TV 4K and checked out the sound. Well, I wasn't impressed. The bass, which reviewers found too boomy, was hardly noticeable at, at, at all, and the sound was just tinny. Now, this was before running the TruePlay room tuning utility included with the app. So I ran the utility and looked like an idiot to my family as I circled my living room, phone in hand, sweeping my arm up and down while the speakers made loud noises. This went on for about three minutes until the sound stopped, and I was notified that it was complete. 
I then sat down and started playing YouTube videos and heard nothing. Every time I tried to increase the volume, the mute icon appeared on the screen. After messing around with the television and Apple TV 4K settings and still not getting anywhere, I decided to close the Sonos app and unpair and repair the speakers to the Apple TV, and voila, I had sound and volume control back. I had used the Sonos app to stream some music from Spotify, and I suspect that's what caused the problem. And what sound I had now. Bass was tight and clearer than the HomePod minis, and the mid-range was much, much better. I can now hear dialogue with ease and at lower volume levels than the minis. The high-end sounds were again present compared to the minis. While the HomePod minis sound great for their diminutive size, having just one driver, they just can't hang with the multi-driver and much bigger cabinet volume of the Sonos IKEA speakers. The minis will be repurposed to my iMac as studio monitors, a task they should excel at, being my 2015-ish iMac's internal speakers aren't the greatest. So, if you've been hankering to get into the expensive Sonos ecosystem but don't want to drop the big bucks, the IKEA Symphonix speakers are the way to go. I haven't had a chance to check out Sonos HD radio service which they're, with their artificial intelligence-powered DJs yet, but I will next week and I'll let you know all about it. Entertainment news. Nothing worthwhile going on in Hollyweird, being the COVID scare is dwindling, and Orange Man Bad has been vanquished. You're fired. Melissa Milano keeps opening her big trap and getting called out by the people of color she thinks she's rescuing. Why a washed-up actor who happens to sport large breasts thinks she knows what's best for everybody is just beyond this old fart's comprehension. As far as my viewing habits go this week, the wife and I are into the series Manifest on Netflix. It was filmed in and around the area which we live, so it's pretty cool recognizing things in the show. Podcasting News Citing an article from the Wall Street Journal, BodNews.net is reporting that the popular, and it's popular for some reason that I just can't discern, podcast, Call Her Daddy, is in negotiations with Spotify to become an exclusive of the service for 20 million dollarios. Currently, the show is on the Barstool Sports Network, and if you recall last year, one of the two hosts of the show wanted way more money but got outmaneuvered by the other host and lost her job. Barstool was very generous to the remaining host, one Alexandra Cooper, bumping up her salary to $500,000 per year and giving her the rights to the show that Barstool previously owned. Not a bad deal for someone whose show topics include proper fellatio technique and STD treatments. Though I hear she's reinventing herself by discussing mental health and bagging celebrity guests like Miley Cyrus, who told the show's audience about her recent sex escapades. This episode put the show over the top as far as audience numbers and probably solidified the deal with Spotify. Barstool's generosity was repaid with a nice stab in the back as the host seems to be jumping ship to Spotify barely a year later. The shunned former host, Sophia Franklin, who came off as the less likable one during the whole drama last year, might have indeed been the victim she claimed she was. Well, she's formed her own independent podcast company and claims she's doing better than ever. 
Well, good for her. Both women are, or at least come off as party girls, and at least in the case of Ms. Cooper, look completely different sans makeup. Update. It's a done deal. Caller Daddy will be a Spotify exclusive starting July 25th. It's a three-year deal worth not $20 million, not $40 million, but $60 million to Ms. Cooper. Well, good riddance. One less nonsense show clogging up the RSS feeds. And speaking of RSS feeds, again from podnews.net. Anchor.fm will no longer automatically generate an RSS feed or submit your show to Apple Podcasts. You'll have to request an RSS feed if you want one, and Anchor will guide you on how to submit your show to Apple Podcasts. Hmm, interesting. Before Anchor would automatically do both when you signed up. The problem was that Anchor used their own email address to register you with Apple, and this cut off the ability to communicate with Apple directly. Anchor will still automatically submit your show to Spotify, though. I guess if you want to be a Spotify exclusive, you'll no longer need an RSS feed. I think Spotify would like to see the end of RSS feeds. It would mean less competition for them. Well, we'll always have the podcast index, I guess. Thank you, Podfather. Another week, another independent podcast producer snapped up by a major conglomerate. This time it was the UK podcast studio Something Else being bought by Sony Music for an undisclosed amount of money. If there are any other large independent networks or production studios left to buy, I can't think of any. If I ever create a podcast network or production studio, I'll name it Eventually for Sale or Make an Offer. (laughs) Time for a rant. And I actually got one this time, I think. Now, the one thing the pandemic China, and its China, aftermath China. has solidified within me is the untrustworthiness of the modern media. As I've said before, in the old days, news was looked at as a public service. The networks didn't expect to make money on it. The newspapers made money by ads and, of course, the price charge for the publication itself. The reporters of that era prided themselves for being independent investigators bringing facts to their readers and the general public. Sure, some hanky-panky was going on, but nothing like the lockstep agenda-driven stuff we have now. Once the big dollars of advertisers started flooding in, the companies behind them gained and used their influence on stories that were reported. Now, pair this with the infiltration of communist activists into all levels of our education system, especially at the higher levels, and you have what is called the news media of today. Now, add to that the soft power money from hostile nations such as China, and you can start to see that you're not getting just the facts. What you're getting are distorted facts designed and approved by influencers and their money. This applies to all for-profit media, Fox, CNN, ABC, NBC, etc. Well, thank goodness we have national public radio. Unfortunately, they and all their many affiliates are funded by grants from large corporations and organizations that, because of those infusions of cold, hard cash, have influence and can push certain narratives, again, hand-in-hand with their Marxist-trained journalists. I don't have to tell you about social media platforms where, unfortunately, many of our young people today get their news. So where can you get uncensored reporting? Well, I wish I could tell you. 
I myself listen to podcasts like No Agenda and others whose shows deconstruct the news and the media. They help me try to discern between facts and agenda. I also watch Sky News Australia on YouTube to get a different perspective on things. Now, don't bother with, with Sky News UK, though. They are in lockstep with the Build Back Better Great Reset crowd. All I can say is God help us with the state of the news media we have today. Episode 84 is a done deal. It's Father's Day. I think I'll treat myself to a couple of cold ones and rent an action flick so I can give my new speakers a proper workout. So if you're a father, happy Father's Day, and I hope you have a good one. If you're not a father, well, celebrate anyway. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. I'll see you next week. Oh, remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Hey, happy Father's Day. I know it doesn't rate like Mother's Day, but enjoy and get off my lawn. I'm out. I'll see you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.